Tom Dingwall is a lifelong resident of Durham Region and a resident of Clarington who brings a lifetime of service and accountability to his candidacy for Mayor of Clarington, promoting a platform of fostering a thriving local economy, improving community services, along with transparency and community involvement. Tom is here to tell us why he is the best candidate to be Mayor of Clarington after October 24th and why your vote for him is the best choice. Tom Dingwall, thank you for joining Exit 425 to tell us why we need to elect you as mayor. Welcome to Exit 425. Thank you very much for having me, Steve. I really appreciate it. You are new to local municipal politics. Why do you want to be mayor of Clarendon? Well, as you you said in your introduction, I've dedicated my entire adult life uh, to helping people, and I still feel I have a lot to give. I've uh, I truly believe I can make a positive change in people's lives. Our community is growing so quickly, and our current government, in my opinion, has been too slow to react. Um, I've watched for years the indifference and inaction of leaders, and the decisions have, that they've made have allowed problems to become a crisis. Um, coming from my background, I see what other politicians sometimes choose to ignore, and I have a different perspective, a different empathy, and, um, you know, a desire to help people. In the Exit 425 YouTube video, Exit 425, The Reasons Why, I mentioned that development feels like what cable and the internet companies do to us. The newest customers get the best deal. Most people have moved to Clarington and Curtis, particularly due to the relative price of buying a new home, proximity to everything, and the open spaces. John Henry, in an interview with Exit 425, said, that anything that is not protected by the province is likely to be developed. John Mutton told Exit 425 that Durham is going to be paved. In the same interview, John spoke about the issues related to some types of housing development. It is pretty hard to keep landowners from controlling and selling their property. How do you balance the development pressure with property owner rights and the reason why people to this point have moved to Exit 425? Well, I hear from people every day um, that they feel they're being overrun by development, that they moved here to get away from the city and we are quickly becoming one. It's very difficult to control landowners uh, selling their properties. It's uh, Clarington's official plan and the regional official plan that set out where growth will occur. Um, these are then adopted by the province under the provincial policy legislation. And growth uh, studies are conducted to justify where growth will occur. But what com- what compounds the issue and what makes people um, feel, you know, even more overrun is when growth is allowed to occur um, in advance of infrastructure and in advance of uh, new roads and schools and a lack of transit to, to accommodate the swelling population. So we have to make sure that we're... Um, Making, making sure that our infrastructure is in place, that we're working with our developers and uh, designing the communities the way we want to see them built, uh, not simply being told what's going to be built. Is there equity across Clarington in terms of property taxes? Will residential development improve tax burdens for residents or will only commercial and business development achieve that? Well, Residential property taxes will never completely cover costs. Uh, only commercial and industrial will, will change and lighten the burden on, on residential taxpayers. 
currently Clarington's residential tax base um, covers approximately 84%. Um, we have a skilled workforce here in Clarington, but we've failed to attract any industry that allows them to, to stay and work close to home. We have to do better. We have to increase our commercial and industrial uh, tax base to lighten that burden. The next four to 20 years are going to see wild growth in Curtis, Clarington, and Durham. What does this mean for Clarington Council in terms of efficacy and getting things done? What does it mean in terms of ensuring equitable access to municipal and regional services for our residents? How important will it be to have equitable distribution of resources for male and female sports organizations? Well, Clarington is already experiencing rapid growth across our many communities. Um, what this means is Clarington Council can no longer be reactive. The approach of when they come, we will build it has failed. And they are here and it's not built. Council must be proactive and forward thinking. Um, we have to have a voice at Regional Council to ensure we have that we are receiving our fair share of regional investment. It is very important that we ensure uh, female sports programs are provided with the same level of support as, as our male program, our male sports programs. As the area grows in population and commercial industrial growth, what do we have in Clarington that we need to exploit? Well, um, we have an incredible um, ag agricultural community and agribusiness, um, but we have we have certain, or sorry, we have a few examples of success stories, but we have restricted um, other farms from from achieving the same level of success and, and diversifying uh, to become financially independent. We have to um, allow our farmers um, to diversify. We, we should also be looking towards our nuclear industry. We have um, a huge opportunity with our new uh, SMRs uh, that will be coming in, uh, in uh, 2028, but we could become a leader um, in that industry. We already are, but we could become um, a leader uh, worldwide and um, bring some of the best minds here and best scientists, the best uh, engineers. And um, that's an industry that has really no limits um, to, to benefit our community. A new council is like New Year's Day, new opportunities to make important changes. What will need to happen with Clarington Council as we move into a period of rapid population growth? Well, very simply, uh, cooperation, compromise, and respect. Council needs to remember who they are representing. Uh, too many big decisions that impact thousands of residents uh, have been made without sufficient notification or consultation. Um, too many times people on council are more interested in winning the argument than they are and winning for the people of Clarington. We need to hear each other's opinions, have an open and honest discussion, and have respectful debate. Uh, we have to focus on getting things done uh, for the people of Clarington. Are subsidies to developers necessary to attract desired development like we have along the Curtis Main Street or Commercial Corridor? 
Well, the development for industry and jobs is extremely competitive, and the costs in Clarington are extremely high when you compare them to the east and to the north, um, both of which we are uh, in competition uh, to attract these same jobs. Clarington has a reputation of being very difficult um, to open a business or to expand a business. Improving process and removing obstacles, uh, in my opinion, will work just as well when industry and business know that Clarington is um, wanting them here and is going to work with them and, and eliminate those barriers. Um, I, I believe that uh, you'll see a significant change. So removing red tape instead of offering subsidies. Exactly. In Clarington, we have, as most places in Ontario have, four levels of government, the fourth being the region of Durham, as you well know. How is the relationship between Durham and Clarington? And does anything need to change? Well, in my opinion, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not the relationship as much as it's been having a, it's been lacking a strong voice in having representation in that region. Um, issues that I see as, uh, as important to the health and safety of our community have not been made a priority by our mayor and by our regional uh, councillors. Staffing levels of our front line, for instance, should be front and center, and our mayor and regional councillors uh, should have made it so. A problem four years ago has now become a crisis because of uh, indifference and inaction. Um, so it's not so much the relationship with the region as it is um, making sure that the region understands what we need and the concerns that we have for the safety and health of our community. Again, with the region, uh, Clarington is the fourth largest municipality in Durham, but has fewer seats than Pickering and can be easily outvoted by any combination of Brock, Uxbridge, or Scugog, with barely half of Clarington's population between them combined. What needs to happen? Well, the region was to address this in equity five years ago, um, but we did not receive another seat. Smaller communities to the north have more seats, as you said, with less population. Um, we should be granted another seat at region to reflect the growth and allow for fair representation. But we should also work um, to develop strong ties with our other um, municipalities um, to ensure that they are putting our best interests at heart as well. Um, and um, therefore, uh, we wouldn't be getting outvoted um, uh, on a regular basis building consensus and building some sort of uh, like a team approach? Well, exactly. It's, it's being able to, um, to, to work with the other municipalities to ensure that we're, we're doing what's best for, for the entire region, but that uh, they understand our needs, we understand theirs, and we're working together to, uh, to help each other rather than to throw up barriers and uh, um, be self-serving. Describe your vision for the Curtis Lakefront. Industry? Park? Residences like Grimsby on the Lake? Why not just a big park with limited development? It is next to a provincial park, but focused on entertainment and recreation. Well, um, our waterfront hasn't really been uh, revisited since 1992. Uh, we're currently receiving community input on ideas for our waterfront. I am definitely in favor of our waterfront being open to everyone. Uh, that means having houses further away from our from our waterfront. I would love to see a large park with areas for music and entertainment. 
Um, it should include obviously paved walkways, walking trails, and I'm really looking forward to uh, reviewing the community's uh, suggestions on this issue. Clearly the approach so far with the Curtis waterfront is dragging and stymied by the lack of ownership. What can be done to accelerate this process so that this resource is protected? Well, my, my one opponent spoke about expropriating people's cottages uh, to move this along during our Port Darlington um, uh, discussion. Um, I'm not in favor of taking people's property. I would be in favor of purchasing lands and negotiating with property owners uh, to, to secure those lands required to make uh, an amazing waterfront possible. Um, but I believe that uh, um, the approach that my opponent suggested, which is uh, simply expropriating, is, is not fair. And um, that's something that I've, I've worked towards my entire life is consistency and fairness. Um, so that is not something that I would be I would be exploring. Tom, what sets you apart from the other candidates in this election? Well, I definitely have a different background and therefore a different perspective. I've seen the worst in people and I've also seen the best in people. I've defended our most vulnerable people in our society and I will continue to do so even though I'm no longer uh, a police officer. I am... Um, trained in making evidence-based, not emotionally-based decisions and obtaining exceptional results. I lead people and I treat everyone with respect. Um, these are things that I, I feel are important. And I've said before, policing and politics aren't that different. You know, the mayor leads a team. His team is council. I led homicide teams. Um, but everyone at the table on my teams had a voice and their voice was respected and their opinion was considered. That hasn't been happening at council. We need to make sure that, you know, every person at council was elected and they're representing their, uh, the people that put them there. Um, so they should be heard and they should, uh, we should have open discussions. It, there should be, um, it should be open to the public and they should have input on those big decisions that, you know, quite frankly, they've been made um, without their knowledge and at times. So I will make sure that uh, there is community consultation on big issues, and I will always put people first. Tom, thank you so much for being part of Exit 425. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate the opportunity, and uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. If you have any other questions for or about Tom, feel free to connect with him by email at tom at tomdingwall.com or check out his website at tomdingwall.com he is also on twitter dingwall underscore tom and facebook and instagram at tomdingwall underscore serving underscore durham for more information about the municipal election and all of the candidates check out and join the exit 425 facebook group thank you for listening to this episode of exit 425 please like and subscribe on whatever platform you use our mission is to provide substantial information and education that goes where you want. Exit 425 is a production of Studio 38 Audio, copyright 2022. My name is Steve Ray. If you have any questions or would like more information about Exit 425, join our Exit 425 Facebook group or email me at exit425401 at gmail.com. Exit 425.